Hello and welcome to the podcast for the Lucidus for the 11th of September. That's, that's a cursed date. 2023, I'm joined by Stelios. Hello. No 9-11 jokes today. Out of, out of um, fear. It's been 22 <laughs> years. When does it become funny again? <laughs> I thought I'd just start everything off by making it awkward. But anyway, let's, let's uh, talk about what we're going to talk about today, which is a very serious crime, indeed. There's been a racism. Okay. I'm that. sure it's going to be very serious. It is indeed yeah. incredibly serious. Uh, MAGA communism. Yes. No, no spoilers? <laughs> no, no, no spoilers. Okay. Also, please no bully, because the bullies have got to go. Yeah. But otherwise, we shall begin with um, uh, some fun. So there is very serious crime out there. There's been a racism. Oh. I'm sure you're well aware. It's, uh, it's, it's sad that this day, this terrible, terrible day, of September the 11th has been marked with such a crime as what we have witnessed in the UK, which is um, a man at the age of 60 has posted a meme in a WhatsApp chat. I mean, that's pretty far, isn't it? It is unbelievable that someone could do such a thing and ruin the day forever. Anyway, (laughs) so for people who don't know what the hell I'm talking about, um, literally there has been some men who are going to jail for having a group chat. I'm not even kidding. But we'll start off by promoting something on lotuses.com, this being the economics of margin call, because um, it's good fun, if nothing else. So do go and check that out. That's on the premium section of the website. But otherwise, we shall get into the news, just to put some meat on the bones. Here you are. This is real. This is the crime you are talking about. This is the very serious crime that has ruined the state forever. Five former London Met police officers admit sending racist messages on WhatsApp after a BBC investigation. This, this is just crushing. I think they will make several documentaries on Netflix about it. God, I, I hope so. It's, uh, it's really the crime of the century. And, and the responses are cringe. Most people just posting like, well, this is, um, this is proof that the police are really racist. We've got them, boys. Okay, well, let's, let's, should we check it out? Should we check out the dirty that they may have done? So here you are. Met police, ex-officers admit sending racist WhatsApp messages. So we're not dealing with actual police officers there. We're dealing with people who left. Yeah. Okay. What did they say? Did they say good morning to someone? They um, a GM, and it was interpreted as racist. Literally, they posted memes. Okay. That's that's what we're talking about today. So you can see here that they've all been charged with sending grossly offensive racist messages. It's not actually a crime. The grossly offensive part of the crime. But this is the same law that they charged Count Dankler with for doing the pug salute. So we've got five people who were in the Met Police years ago and, and now have left. And are now posting away in a WhatsApp chat with them and their friends, who are none of them police officers. But this this means they all have to go to jail. I can I can sense the music, the haunting music that they will have when they have a <laughs> docu series about it. Well, they walk into the courtroom and just like the Empire Strikes Back music starts playing or something. Yeah. So we, should we should we have a listen to all these criminals, these dirty, dirty men who are going to ruin the world? Are, are you sure it's not going to offend my sensitivities and I'm not my psychology is not going to be crushed? Well, it depends on how much you care about the royal family, to be honest. So they say here that they, uh, the men pleaded guilty to the, the dirty crime of sending grossly offensive messages, including about the Duchess of Sussex. How could you? Other messages referred to the Prince and Princess of Wales, Queen Elizabeth II, and Prince Philip. We can kind of guess what those memes are. Sadly, no one will tell us in the media what those memes are. But I mean, we can guess. Yeah. I mean, what does everyone make fun of uh, Meghan Markle for? And then what does everyone make fun of Prince Philip for? One's for being a victim of racism, the other one's for being a good old racist. That's, that's the joke, which is, if you ever just looked up the, well, quotes from Prince Philip, none of them are actually racist. They're all just really funny. And that's how he gets that meme title. 
Also on WhatsApp was one question, where are you from? That was incredibly racist. <laughs> no, where are you really from? <laughs> where are you really from? <laughs> so, Stop lying. Where you, are you really from? Have you ever listened to the Prince Philip quotes or not? Uh, no, but all right, I'll give you one. indulge. Just if you're a, a, a foreigner who doesn't know, go look it up. They're all great. Uh, one of them is him talking about, I think he goes to meet some aboriginals in Australia. I can't remember the exact group. He just turns up and then says, so you lot still chucking spears about then? It's just like, okay, all right, man. Is that the people who were worshipping Prince Philip, the cult worshipping Prince? I don't know if he's ever actually met them. Okay, yeah, but they still worship him. I think they now worship the the new king, which which is, I think, even they're disappointed about that. Anyway, so amongst the charges, the five men have also made reference to Rishi Sunak. How could you make fun of the prime minister in a private group chat? Oh, just gross. They also made fun of Priti Patel. And Savage Abbott. Terrible. Anyway, let's check out the officers. Uh, Peter Booth, 66 years old. Okay. We're, deal- we're dealing with actual pensioners. <laughs> it's going to be literally a bunch of old pensioners, isn't it? Uh, he pled guilty to four counts. He retired from the Met Police in 2001. Okay. So retired for 22 years. 22 years yeah. ago. This guy worked in the police. Yeah. So we've got to take this seriously because this pensioner... I- and I don't know... If- yeah, they do put it here. The messages are all from 2020 to 2022. So when none of them are in the police force. A bunch of old men were having a joke in a WhatsApp chat. So they've all got to go down. Continuing here, we have uh, Robert Lewis. Who knows who's watching? All these people spying on us. Have you ever considered their feelings? I want to know who the rat was in the chat, to be honest. Because yeah. that's a whole other question. But uh, So Robert Lewis, 62, he admitted to eight counts of breaking the law of uh, posting memes. He posted six memes, presumably. Sorry, eight memes. Uh, he retired in 2015. So, there we are. He was dismissed for gross misconduct after he went to work for the Home Office in November. It's a whole other thing. So, again, not a police officer during any of this time. Uh, Anthony Elsom, 67. Again, a, another old-age pensioner. From Bournemouth, he would played guilty to three counts of posting memes. Uh, he left the force in 2012, so it's, it's 10, 11 years ago. Again, uh, Alan Hall, 65, pled guilty to three counts of posting memes, retired in 2015, and Trevor Luton, 65, pled guilty to one count of posting a meme. Let me play devil's advocate. We have all, all these demographic issues and people live longer, so it seems that they're in their prime. <laughs> the average Englishman now, because of the demographics, is about 65 <laughs> with a race of group chat on WhatsApp for the old times. Uh, he left the force in 2009, too, so again. I don't think it could be any more clear how unserious this is, as in, why is everyone wasting their time with even going after these guys? Well, they said there was one more Met police officer who refused to plead guilty to posting a meme. I don't know how he could try and get away with such a terrible crime. Uh, he's uh, 62, so he's, he's not quite at the full retirement age now, but I don't know. Yeah. Is it, is it, I think the pension age used to be 60, now it's 65. I don't, don't ask me. I, I don't know anything on I'm just a humble moron. But we have found their secretary. There we are. <laughs> she was the, uh, the one, presumably, who did the leak. The undercover agent who outed all of these former Met Police officers. Uh, people wondering, this is actually a like 90-year-old grandma who um, was a secretary in the Holocaust. Yeah. So they charged her with war crimes. Presumably, this is what be happening to these boys, too, because it's equally as unbelievable that you could have a group chat where you post memes. So there we are. Just mentioned earlier. I think I already did. The responses are just boring. Where it's just people like, yeah, see, proof, racism in the police force. 20 years ago. 
except not 20 years ago, two years ago in a group chat of people who 20 years ago worked in the police force. Yeah. Okay, just normies being normies, I suppose. But then I had to wonder, like, they're like, you know, look at these white guys who are being done. What would happen if you went and checked out the black police officers' group chats? Well, can black people be racist? That's a, that's a question that uh, people ask nowadays. Stupid people, yeah. Yes, but I'm sure it was going to, I mean, if, if you want an honest uh, answer from me, what I believe, I think that there's going to be plenty of racism there. But no one's ever going to care, are they? Yeah. That's the reality of this part of the world, which is, as you, as you correctly say, people will say that the stupid people will be like, well, it's not really racist because they're black. Yeah, but he did oh. say kill all white people. So, I mean, that's, I don't know, kind of on the racist scale, I would have thought. Kind of, yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, do you remember actually, I think it was, you remember that Muslim police officer who went viral? Because all of her colleagues were there with their riot gear being, you know, in a riot situation. And she was four foot in a hijab and acting tough. Um, the footage didn't, she wasn't helping in the slightest. But she had an un, unhappy expression while standing there with a baton, so she became a meme. Yes. And then they, they looked into her. It turns out she was posting quite a lot of 9-11 memes in her yeah. group chats and public Twitter posts. And did she lose her job or something? Oh, was she got suspended with pay. Was there any public outrage about it? There was one Daily Mail article. Okay. No crime was committed. But no, a private group chat, that's, that's really a public communication network. It's a real crime. But anyway, some people get unlucky. That's, that's the news. I mean, this happens. This genuinely does happen quite regularly in the UK. People listening, we're looking at a chap here who's had the group chat leak and is now going to jail. And um, well, there's one solution for the chaps if they're watching. Uh, hello, boys. I know you're all 60, but you know, if you considered Afghanistan, uh, not, not many hate <laughs> speech laws against um, well, that kind of people anymore. So there you are. That's an uh, option on the table. But this story pops up every so often. Well, we'll find some people who are going to jail for making know, tweets or Facebook posts. Yeah. Like, it's stupid. They're dumb memes. People go to jail over this. But at least it's a public discussion. But your group chat? Yeah, it wasn't discussed. No. It's not even public. It's not. By definition. That's why I said before, have you considered the feelings of all those people who spy on us? <laughs> they're the ones who were really hurt. They're, yeah, they're hurt. Maybe that's how they were found. I mean, sincerely, unless someone did like become a grass, was was someone at GCHQ just being like, "I don't like this group chat." Maybe you can see uh, the bureau, the woke bureaucrat saying, "Let's try to find racism in, on you no know, random private WhatsApp messages and WhatsApp conversation, and let us just grant access to all people, uh, people's calls, and find racism there." You know what's annoying though is I bet they they do that, find the racism, laugh, and then report it. Because I remember I spoke to a guy called Ryan Hartwick. He was a moderator for Facebook. Yeah. And he told me they do actually sit there and look at your memes on Facebook. Really like belly chuckle, laugh yeah. at them and then hit delete. Yep. And then you get a report on your account because um, yes. it doesn't matter how funny you are. I mean, th there are crimes that uh, are committed and that the police does not address. Like, you know, shoplifting, uh, murders, all this stuff. Other but racist memes. Yeah. You, have to, you have to understand why they feel the particular need to address these memes. Indeed. And so uh, the boys in blue are going to save us. It's an issue of priorities. But there's uh, another aspect of this I've always find fun. I mean, I mentioned it earlier. If there's ever a story about racist memes or a group chat, they never show you what they are. Yeah. They never just like, yeah, here's the meme. Yeah, it doesn't need to deserve jail because everyone would be like, no. That's funny fact i'm going to copy that and send it to my friend and you do so i thought i'd go and check out what the media are saying which is not much weirdly again this one just goes through the uh 
list of ages of the people, the, the various pensioners who are all going to the uh, second trial. No one talks about the meme. Yeah. yeah. Well, they do uh, mention some insight here in case you're trying to find those memes to send to your friends. Uh, according to BBC Newsnight, the group shared racist images too offensive to broadcast. So that, that means they weren't. They, no, they weren't. <laughs> That's all that means. That means they weren't. Did the people who prosecute them um, had the ability to watch them? Yes. The editor looked at the memes. The political editor looked at the memes. The staff looked at the memes. The investigators looked at the memes. None of their falsies melted off. They, they didn't turn into ghouls. Imagine how courts <laughs> will be in the future. You're going to have a judge sitting there and say, no, no, I can't watch this. It's, it's, so, it's so offensive. <laughs> Please tell me, you prosecutor, is it, is it offensive or not? Will I be able to watch it? Like a judge dealing with, like, I don't know, some child rape case where he's got to look at child porn to send the pedo down for life and then goes into the racist meme trial the next day and is like, I can't. It's too many pepes. Well, in fact, yeah, they do mention there's uh, some very disgusting languages here. There's uh, very strong racial slurs, including the P word and the N word. Okay. Um, as far as we know, those words have never been used for comedic purposes. Under any circumstances, no comedian has ever used those words in a comedic sketch or setup. So um, the only way they could possibly have been used was to spread hate, I'm sure. Yeah. There's, there's no way you would, um, I don't know, find funny out of those words. If you go on the internet, you'll never find that. That's, that's absolutely the case. Anyway, Sky News went with a weird one, which is uh, they put this picture up. And then just below, they tagged uh, the text where it just says, all six men have been granted unconditional bail. Who is this uh, Sergeant Nicholas Angel 20 years after Hot Fuzz? <laughs> Sincerely, this is pensioner yeah. Sergeant Nicholas Angel over there making a run for it. Yeah. He's going to try and find the border and break into Afghanistan so he can avoid going down for his memes. God, I would love to know what the WhatsApp chat does look like for Sanford Gloucestershire. Yeah. Just like sincerely. <laughs> With, uh, yeah, okay. It's just uh, living in heaven. Pictures of London. Anyway. For the greater good. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I kind of want those memes now. Anyway, but the um, prisons of England, I think we have some uh, footage of what they now look like, which is uh, something like this, just, just people tunneling out. Uh, various ship posters of all kinds are now being sentenced to between, I believe the punishment is up to five years in prison for one count of grieving. Oh, come on, that's ridiculous. So if you have eight counts, like that chat from earlier, I mean, what's that? I can't do math. 40 years? Yeah. 40 years of tunneling to, to escape. So good luck. Don't post any more memes, you dirty, horrible man. You're ruining the... You know the UK? You know how it's kind of been going downhill yeah. since probably 2008? It's like the financial peak? Civilizational peak? I don't know, like 1911? I don't know who you ask. Depends who you ask. Yeah, yeah but um, the, the real reason for that is I feel the memes. I, I don't know what else could possibly be destroying this place. Certainly not the people they were making fun of. Anyway, but there's a bit more. We can see here the times. Um, Yes, what the Times decided to go with, the, the, the outlet that's usually considered uh, slightly right-wing, so therefore tries to give it a fair hearing. Oh, come on. Well, they just brought up a bunch of rapists for no reason. I, I'm not joking either. So they, they, they're mentioning here, I don't know what paragraph it's on, but you're finding your own time. We can see here some more criminals, chaps from earlier. I mean, I just want to have a pint with them, looking at them. Same with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got some good memes. We could, you know. Made a little exchange, like Pokemon cards. Anyway, but they say here, all five officers had served in various parts of the Met Police, including the Parliamentary Diplomatic Protection Command. Yeah. These are just people who keep, you know, MPs safe. Anyway, and then they just randomly bring up other people who have been in the Protection Command who are rapists, such as Wayne Cousins, 49, who was giving a whole life order 
after the abduction and murder of Sarah Everard. I, I don't know what that's got to do with the WhatsApp chat. I, they don't tell us if there were any Wayne cousin memes in mm. the WhatsApp chat. I don't think there were. Or they probably have mentioned it. So just, just okay, bring up one rapist murderer. Uh, David Carrick, who raped and abused at least 12 women over 17 years, whilst he was also with the Met, they bring up. Again, uh, no justification as to why. Yeah. Just, yeah, don't you know, there are also some rapists. Uh, okay. Um, I, I mean, I guess they both worked in the same unit, but I don't know what that, I don't know what Cousins and, and David over here but, have but, to do with posting memes. Yeah. Okay, you're in the same unit. I, I, I think that it, it used to be that there's a presumption of innocence, but now there's a presumption of guilt. So they just target people and they just think of the accusations later. But I love the idea that you've got this rapist murderer and then man with WhatsApp chat. And it's just like, well, they're criminals, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. Right. And I think this is a, an outcome of the police not actually not fighting actual crime. They invent new categories of crime, and they try to and they and they and they try to say that they are fighting crime when they target the new ones. It's like with with the slurs. Well, I love the idea that you could. I mean, just just for point of reference, um, let's take this guy here. Are you really going to describe your job as fighting crime for locking him up for a, a meme he posted? I mean, it's just actually insane. You have to be insanely woke and an insane ideologue to, to think so. Yeah. yeah. But uh, there is a correct version of the story. I did see from Paul Oakley, who posted this out, which is just five old age pensioners who were once in the Met Police have pleaded guilty to doing a racism on WhatsApp and have been grasped up by the BBC. There uh, you are. I, I like the phrasing, doing racisms. They're doing racisms. <laughs> They're doing them a lot. Eight yes. counts of racisms. Yeah. <laughs> Like can collect it or something. Anyway, just to end this off, because I mean, even if you sit there and think, "Well, okay, I I hate racisms, all kinds of memes, I I despise," so they should be locked up. Well, the funny thing about all of this story is that everyone involved on the side of look at these dirty racists, the BBC and the police, both standing there being like, "You know, we're going to send them down," are actually the people who are destroying people's lives with their racisms. Yes, we've, we've covered this before. People who don't know is the BBC. I'm saying that uh, BAME-only jobs are legal. So this is a job where you can only apply if you're non-white. But that's not racism somehow. No, not only was it legal, according to the BBC, it was the right thing to do. It is not even a racism. No. <laughs> yes. It's a negative racism. Yeah. It's a minus racism yeah. to discriminate against white applicants for jobs. And then, of course, you've got the police as well, who sit around setting targets of blacks. Uh, not for, for criminal reasons, but instead for hiring them, which also, wow, to be honest, I also think that's criminal. I think it should be criminal to discriminate against white applicants. Yeah. But, uh, radicals over here. All right, but they, many a time, have been caught as a result. You know, this example in Cheshire, police force discriminated against white heterosexual male. The reason why? Because he was white. Yeah, you've, see, you've watched all these videos with uh, police officers who cannot basically enforce the law. It's, the, the Twitter is full of them. Yeah, usually six-foot white men who um, are unable to... It's not, is it? Or not necessarily six-foot. You could say uh, three, uh, four-foot. Mm. But, but it's not just height or something. It's just, it is obviously the case that the police, is, the police department and bureaucracy is more interested in, the, in quotas and virtue signaling than actually thinking that policing is something that you need to k- 
care for the public good. I mean, we'll, we'll get to dogs later, but let's say if you're attacked by a rapist, I mean, who do you want to save you? The, the, four the person who can. Or... The person who can. The hulking man. Yeah, the person who can. I don't yeah. care where they are from or something. But there is uh, differences in genetics, which uh, I'm sick of people ignoring. It's like, funnily enough, men and women aren't the same. Uh, the same thing here with uh, the backness of like, oh, well, we'll just hire people who are Bane. It's like, what? But the, I mean, Jordan Peterson has put this way better than I can, obviously. But if you decide you're going to hire exclusively people on the basis of their race, well, then you're going to hire less competent candidates because there's only a pool of so many people from that race. Yeah. And then the pool of people who are competent from that race is a certain yes. amount as the same with the white group that you're looking at. But you've said, I'm going to start deleting competent white characters for incompetent brown characters to, because I want the certain percentage. Like, well, yes. that's the result then. You get incompetent people instead of just hiring yes. on competence, regardless of the background. But, Somehow they're hiring from, on grounds of race, but they're not doing a racism. No, whereas the uh, ex-police officers who have memes or group chats, they are doing a racism. There's just some more examples here of some zooms of racisms. This is other police forces as West Yorkshire. And then just the point that, in the meantime, they will also just lie to you about doing the racism themselves. They're like, yes, what we do is completely lawful. We, we don't do positive discrimination, yeah. except when we get caught doing it multiple times. But my point being, if you've got a group chat, be careful. There are BBC journalists who are racist out there who will come in there and then try and get you sent to jail if you're British. And the alternative is just to move out of the country, which, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's not, not a short number of reasons for not doing that. But anyway, that's that. Keep your meme secret. Before we say go to the next one, I'm sure some people were going to say the, uh, the the Greek guy doesn't know how to talk English. He talks about doing a racism. <laughs> Just yeah, I think that's now the official parlance. So even Paul Oakley was saying we're doing racisms now. Okay, so I want to ask you what you think is the most trollish form of communism. The most trolling form of communism. I mean, if I was being a smart bastard, I'd probably say Cambodia. I mean, communism is a trollish ideology. I mean, it's just just think of it. What it says is that somehow there will be a classless society. There will be no consciousness of uh, property. No one will think of, in terms of my and your, mine and yours. It is a bit trollish, and there are many kinds. You have Marxists, Leninists, Marxist-Leninists, Maoists, Stalinists, Trotskyists. And then the Cambodians, what if I kill all these babies? Then we'll all be equal. Yes, and also like, uh, Cambodians right. say, you're wearing glasses. Therefore, you must be a bad person. Let's, let me kill you. So there are lots of trollish forms of communism because communism, let's face it, it is a trollish ideology. Now, but I found the most trollish one, I think. It's MAGA communism. Is, you, this, is this real or, or not? Well, is you, this, or is this a proposal for it? No, no, it's not a proposal. I, I would propose to the same people who are behind it, to the masterminds behind um, MAGA communism, that they should. That the next one they should put forward is uh, Stalinist Trotskyism, okay, something like that, because it's the ultimate synthesis. Somehow, all things come together, all forces combine, and they create something that um, is actually liberating. And everyone else thought it was contradictory, but because we were fools, something like that. You ever but, heard of the Nazbols? No. You know what Nazbols are? No. National Bolsheviks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're a real thing in Russia, but okay. Conversation. Yeah. Now, right. Okay. Before we talk more about MAGA communism, you could uh, visit the website, and for five pounds a month, you can gain access to all our uh, wonderful premium content and watch videos such as Symposium Thirty Five on value pluralism that I did with Carl. 
let me one, say one thing. Value pluralism is not multiculturalism. Some people just under, misunderstood the video completely. We're talking about something completely different. It's about utopianism because lots, lots of the times, the communists, for instance, they're telling us that in that state, in that state of communism, all values will be um, compatible and all of them will come together and there will be no conflict of value. We are examining with Carl a theory called value pluralism that says that this ultimately cannot happen. So if you want to see a, an interesting rebuttal of this uh, communist promise, you, you can check our video. Now, let's go to our next um, uh, link here. But let's say, you know uh, Jackson Hinkle? No, I don't ring a bell. You know Haz al-Din? No. There are two debate bros who are the masterminds behind MAGA communism. Now, okay. you could tell me that, well, lots of people from the audience could tell me, well, if these people are trollish, why do you give them the airtime? The answer is, I'm not giving them the airtime. They have already been uh, seen. Um, Jackson Hinkle has appeared on Tim Cast and Tucker Carlson. So it's not exactly that uh, they are obscure. So let's watch the next clip. Video. Are you, do you <laughs> identify as communist? Yes. What is the value of communism? Uh, orienting government and the economy for the public good. Yeah, think, but I think I think that's like uh, an oversimplification. Well, or idealistic. Simply, simply, that's what it is. I mean, I think uh, I think that uh, I think that any communist state that takes form in America is going to have communist values or American values. Rather, it's going to be based on the history of our country, the Constitution. Uh, I think it would be a Christian communist state, and I think that we can learn a lot from China and from the Soviet Union. But you look at China today. Their, their economy is outpacing ours. It's going gonna, it's gonna to beat ours totally probably within the next five to 10 years. You know, Europe is going down. The U.S. is going down. China lifted 845 million people out of poverty in the last 40 years. I think that we shouldn't be China, but I think we can learn things from China and the Soviet Union and other countries that have done it successfully. Successfully? Do you <laughs> so think China didn't do it successfully? Fell yeah, apart. yeah well, they fell apart in 69 years. Why don't you tell us a little about yourself, you know, where you're from, so, as far as you want to go in your past, up to you oh, personally. Yeah. Web, okay. Okay, so I want you to watch the um, Twitter account of this person. It seems like, you know, the wallpaper screams, I'm in favor of the masses, and I want to liberate the people. I do actually recognize the account now. I didn't recognize the name. But yes. he, he always posts, like, pro-Russia stuff. And yes. then recently he started posting like pro Soviet Union stuff, and I got really weirded out by it. Yes. It's just like, if you're pro Russia, Russians don't do this. I mean, like, like, not just, hey, wasn't it cool? Like, stuff like, well, I think you're about to show it actually. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, wasn't the Soviet Union great? And it's like, no. I mean, you, you heard him talking on uh, Tim Cast, where he was saying, for instance, that the basic argument is China is outpacing the US economy. Uh, in the last four decades, uh, the Chinese economy has lifted up 845,000 people from poverty. And that there is going to be a new form of uh, MAGA communism that will, let's say, take over America, then the, the US. And it's going to be based on Christian communism and the Constitution. Okay. How does this sound? Retarded. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe 
there's a thing here. <laughs> this is the issue with giving the benefit of the doubt to your political opponents, because sometimes, you know, sometimes maybe we, we miss something. Okay. There, 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 I've got something here though, which is yeah. that, so um, getting back to Russia, I mean, like Russia's a really weird place politically. Yes. And I don't mean to talk about the apparatus of power. I mean, the ideologies of the people interacting with politics, because you go and hang out with them. And they'll have like the imperial Russian stuff, communist stuff, and then like nationalist Putin stuff. Yes. And you ask them, like, how does this fit together exactly? And they're like, well, you yeah. know, there's aspects of all of them. But also the, the other question, I mean, he answered, what's the value of to the question? What is the value of communism? He said government orientation of the economy for the, pri for the public good. Or he said orienting the government and the economy for the public good. I mean, that's not exactly a definition of communism, let alone an answer as to what is valuable. It is actually a realistic definition of communism. In what sense? Well, you know how the communists will be like, oh, no, we have this ideal of blah, 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 blah. And it never comes to be. Every time a communist state gets tried, it just becomes what the fascists describe themselves as. Yes. Which is the whole economy and everything being run by the state for the state's purposes. Yes, but... Uh, which is actually his answer, which is what communism does lead to. This is what he... I don't know if this is what he ultimately thinks, because I don't know actually whether he's well-read. It seems to me that he's not. But uh, definitely, you could say that the communists are in favor of central planning of the economy and society. But first of all, just saying that you're in favor of the common good and the public good doesn't say anything. Almost every... It's good things? Almost every... Yes. Wow, jeez! <laughs> <laughs> any supporter of any, let's say, political position, almost every supporter would say that what they are doing is actually structuring society to such an extent that they're promoting the common good. So this is... This is not even an answer. It doesn't give, give you any way in which you can understand this. Oh, and also, I mean, there, there's plenty of stuff to say. Though. I don't want to make it uh, really, let's say, intellectual or something. It doesn't have to be. But well, it's really nice when he talks about communism based on the Constitution, on the American Constitution especially. Because what is the funniest thing about this is that, I mean, the spirit of the founding is a classical Republican one. The goal is to have a system of separation where, where powers are separated that is going to prevent people from ga gaining power. And communists are the, the exact opposite. They are telling us, we are the good guys. We are going, not going to be corrupted by absolute power. So give us absolute power. So we are going to enforce the good. And basically, the world is going to turn into a heaven. So it's really, really weird how this person thinks that the spirit of classical republicanism and separation of powers is compatible with, with a system like communism. And also one thing to say, because I, there was, there's a lot of discussion about this. Technically speaking, uh, communism is supposed to be classless society where the system has withered away. It's one of the other thing is one of the promises that they're going to say somehow it's going to wither away. So, his definition is shows to me that he he hasn't really read a lot about what he's... So is this just a meme? Because none of it makes well, sense. You'll see. Let, let, let's give them Anyone the benefit of the doubt. Anyone knows anything about history or communism is like, well, this isn't... Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Now, let's go to the next link here. You having trouble with the mouse? Yep. Okay. Now, uh, another... <laughs> this is what I mean. Like He'll tweet stuff that's... He's using the Russian flag there and saying... The yes. new Soviet man was muscular, selfless, blah, blah, God fearing, blah. learned, and enthusiastic in spreading communism. The American liberal man is fat, atheistic, porn addicted, transgender, and spreading the wor 
work mind virus. What's a work mind virus? Work mind virus. You just spell it wrong. Well, I don't know. May I don't know if this person makes mistakes. <laughs> okay, so how do you react when it comes to the first sentence? The new Soviet man was muscular, selfless, God-fearing, learned and enthusiastic in spreading communism. So I'm pretty sure, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the new Soviet man was a stupid theoretical man in the minds of the upper echelons of the Soviet Union that never about how they wanted to people to be. Yeah. And obviously never really existed because we can't actually even get enough calories to get to this peak physical condition for most people. And I mean, even this isn't actually that impressive. It's just they don't have much body fat, which is pretty easy to do in the Soviet Union. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, this is the one we saw. Now, let's see here. Someone got really annoyed. There are, lots of people got very annoyed. Uh, Phil Labonte was very annoyed and he said... Can you that, get very annoyed at this? Yeah, he got very annoyed. I just think it's funny. It's just... No, he got very annoyed and he and there is going to be a reappearance of Jackson Hinkle okay. on Timcast on November 1, I think. And Phil can, will... Can I get tickets? Phil will <laughs> restore justice. Now, this person here, Eric Suarez says, communist MAGA, within quotation marks, patriot Jackson Hinkle doubles down on his belief that China is good because of communism. Couldn't be more wrong. Communists and historic illiteracy come hand in hand. The reason China had an economic boom is because the liberalization and embrace of free markets by Deng Xiaoping. You, you remember the, the argument that he gave on Timcast as to why communism is valuable is that basically, you know, it's right now the Chinese economy is outpacing the U.S. economy. Lifting people out of poverty. Yes, enlist. I, 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 I want him to check if he ever listen to this, I want him to check what's the great leap forward and see how communist policies were... Um, oh, we did a book club on it. And yeah. um, one of the best pieces of information in there is there's a, a chart which Frank Stokola makes yeah. of the average uh, wealth of a Chinese citizen from the warlord era. Yeah. You know, when everyone's just killing each other and then compares it through the decades. And amazingly, during Mao's time in the Great Leap Forward, people were in real terms poorer in every regard than they were during the Japanese occupation. Never mind the warlord era. They were much better off in the warlord yeah. era. So, yeah, it's, it's not I mean, that. that helps it's them. not very good. But any person who has read just a bit of uh, 20th, 20th century history is aware of it and is not an ideologue. Uh, and uh, also, this is the tragedy of liberation that you talked about, Frank Decorder. The book club uh, you did. That's his first book, yeah. Yes. And also you could check uh, what uh, Connor did. The real communism has already been tried. This is a really interesting uh, talk that uh, Connor gives. And uh, yeah, it's 45 minutes. Just go watch it. Okay, now, you can see this meme here with uh, Stalin and the MAGA hat. <laughs> Where's it going? I, I knew you would appreciate it. Anyway. The first sentence is, is, is just killing me. As... I, 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 okay, I'll, I'll let you go, and then I'm going to... Tell me, tell me. I got some thoughts, because yeah. like, Hinkle interacts with modern-day Russia a lot. Yeah. And in modern-day Russia, this is kind of a real thing, yes. where they'll take Stalin stuff and just be like, yeah, he's just a patriot. Yeah. And then it works only in the Russian context. It's hard to explain yes. properly. I, I probably have not put thought into making my words make sense. So this Was it be because uh, Stalin had the doctrine of or socialism in one country? And they may say that he forwarded Russia's interests. It's not that theoretical. Interest. It's more just like he's our guy and okay, his okay. actions were our guy sense. Yes. So don't get into the theory, but what did he do? Well, you know, he gave us an empire. Okay, yes. Yeah, pretty, pretty our guy thing to do. 
Yeah, and he so, was really good to Russians. <laughs> I'm obviously joking. Okay, I'm obviously joking. Okay, a specter is haunting American politics. The specter of MAGA communism. <laughs> you know, MAGA Republicans have nothing to lose but their chains. And <laughs> Rise up, brothers. Okay, you kind of brought me on now. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so here it, it says a lot. It's just a funny article that you can read. It's by in Compact Mag. It says, it talks about um, Hazel Dean and um, Jackson Hinkle. And basically what they're saying is that the premise of Aldin's argument is that Trump fundamentally and irreversibly changed American politics for the better if one believes in class struggle. Before 2016, the political landscape in the U.S. was confined to two choices, the Democrat or Republican, that was situated along different points of a narrow establishment continuum. Anyone who didn't pledge allegiance to the status quo was relegated to the margins of the political system, if not regarded as an enemy of the state. With Trump, all this changed. For the first time in a long time, a mass movement emerged that situated itself outside, outside the status quo, against the status quo. And anyway, they're basically saying that things like the primary contradiction is in American politics is between MAGA and the status quo, and that MAGA is not Trump. They say something like, you know, Trump is, uh, has initiated the MAGA movement, but the MAGA movement is really ripe for it's class consciousness of all it's, of us rising up. Yes, it's right. Okay. <laughs> and I want you to watch Hazel Dean here. Where Where is the video? Is there a link missing? Um, yeah, there are three links missing. Anyway, it's okay. I'll, I'll just describe what was going on. It was um, Hazel Dean is a debate bro by Michigan. And... Um, he is a self. Uh, he is uh, associated with Infrared. I think it's his YouTube account or something. Anyway, so what happens is that um, he was uh, invited on on Rumble by Lucas Cage, and he, ah, we can watch a video here. Let Let's see if we can watch the first clip. Why don't you tell us a little about yourself? You know where you're from, as far as you want to go the, in your past, up to you personally. The sound, anyway, it, it doesn't matter. What, I'll, I'll tell you, you what this, was going uh, on. First of all, uh, Hazel Dean is on Maga the right. Communist, which so, we'll get into. I, I don't know if the audience so can hear I'll give you the floor. Mm, yeah. It's okay. We, a, we can pause uh, the video. We can streamer. pause the video. I get no audio. Anyway, so first of all, I must say the, the background is, is, is great. You have a golden scimitar, uh, some swords, a golden lion there that it seems that if you can melt it and create gold coins that he's Dan wearing, would love. Yeah, he's also sitting there in an Adidas track suit with a carpet on the wall. <laughs> which It's like, yeah, and, and a really nice carpet. I think it's a Persian carpet behind it. Anyway, so he says a lot of things. You, you could, uh, I mean, this is a really funny interview. The, thi the interesting thing is that he makes some base claims. One of it is the first thing, how he came up with MAGA communism. He says that he was trying to talk to, co to contemporary communists for two years. And his words, he saw that current communists in the West and the left were murderous psychopaths who wanted to kill you if, they disagreed, if you disagreed with them. I mean, it is a kind of a base claim. On the other hand, I want to add, when were communists not murderous psychopaths? That's one, one question. But it, it was refreshing to see this by him saying it. And anyway, it's just what is really funny here is that uh, at some point, a really crazy moment from, the, from this interview is with Lucas Cage, 
who started saying it doesn't matter if uh, he said something like let, let me just say here so I don't exactly he's in favor of common sense and anyway he was just saying that, saying that who cares if uh, Stalin killed so many people the point is now and maybe Stalin, Stalinists have something to offer and the response by Hazeldeen is anyway he just says that he um that he identifies as a stalinist as well anyway m- most of it it seems to me to be people who really want to find uh, a really interesting propagandistic and deliberately propagandistic term and they want to put it together it seems to me that they don't really know what they're talking about but they have had some people watching and they have appeared on things like tim cast and tucker carlson and we, I want to end with uh, with the next uh, clip. I want you to watch this and tell me if it seems to you that it uh, kills our brain cells. Let's watch. No audio again. I can't hear anything. Unless we're just looking at Stalin propaganda, which... Anyway, it's just... If you don't listen to it, because we don't have audio, he's just, anyway, making insane Stalinist propaganda. He's telling how Stalin was a man of uh, simple means, of humble origins. I like thinking of the same about Trump. You know, he's saying he had humble origins. Stalin started out with a small loan that he stole from the bank. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, it's just insane Stalinist uh, propaganda. But it seems to me that it's really weird that people nowadays say things like that. Like, you know, who cares if this happened? The history is written by the victors. It's the classic um, thing that they're trying to whitewash uh, Stalin. Anyway, it's just they're talking about how Stalin somehow united Russia and things like that. Anyway, we, it would be good if we had sound. Okay. It's made by some commie AI. Yep. And uh, I can... Pause and and anyway, it's just the we can go on the last uh, link. I'll go. Uh, one of the worst tweets of all time. It says Karl Mar- Marx failed to consider just how dumb everyone is. Humans are just dumb apes who learn to talk good. We're way too stupid to realize that we should be doing commune. I think that's one of the worst tweets of all time. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Suppose we'll move on. To Do the you think that it is a trollish form of uh, communism? I think he's been interacting with Russia too much and has come away with uh, the, the Russian mindset applied to uh, it's, American <laughs> politics. It's like learning a new language where your dreams change and things like that. When they say. Yeah, I mean, like the. Not to get all weird on you, but like the Russians even have a term called Russian truth to explain a lot of things. Uh, and from an outside perspective, it just seems like they make shit up. It, but it does make sense in the Russian context. It's just impossible to translate okay. into our context. I'd have to do some proper thinking about it. Even then, it'd probably be a waste of time. But yeah, dude, dudes need, needs to calm it, probably. Anyway, I suppose we'll go to the uh, last segment. So, how do you feel about pitbulls? Like pitbulls? Not so much. Yeah, me neither. So uh, that's why I named this Please Don't Bully, because, uh, well, Please No Bully, because uh, not a fan of uh, pit bulls. I think pit mummies out there need to get the message. But anyway, bullying aside, we'll start off with promoting something on lotuses.com, being the Ted Kaczynski's industrial society and its future. 
So you go check that out, book club on the website, as all other things that I promote. But we'll go to the uh, pitbulls because I've always been a fan of pitbull memes. I don't know if yeah. you've seen a few. So heroic pitbull runs back into a burning house to bite one more child. <laughs> I mean, it's you just love to see it. Anyway, but it's it's not just a, a dumb meme because I didn't actually know this. I, I I don't know why I didn't know this. I feel like it's something I would know. But there's a list of banned dogs in the UK, and it obviously includes well pitbull terriers. There you are. And then three other kinds of dog, uh, all of them because they were bred for fighting other dogs. Okay. Which, you know. It's just for putting them in and betting who is going to win. Yeah. It's back when dog fighting was a thing. And uh, it's not, it uh, hasn't been in the UK for you know, probably hundred something years, probably. Uh, if are, not just decades. Are there roosters? I think cockfighting is still a thing. Is that legal? Yeah. Cockfighting? I, I don't know if it's legal, but I'm sure people do it. I'll and, say cock, aren't we? And, We're talking about cocks. And roosters. <laughs> well, cocks are fighting. We're allowed to talk about cockfighting with cocks. I'm we? talking about roosters. Okay. Yeah, cocks. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the name? <laughs> haven't cocks been banned in the UK? I don't know if cocks have been banned. Are you still allowed to own cocks? I don't know if you're allowed to fight with your cock, though. You can't have your cocks fighting each other. That would be, that would be obscene um, because it's animal cruelty. That's, that's the reason why. Anyway, back to the bullies. Yeah. So they're banned. There you are. There's the list. Banned dogs. Um, it's also illegal to blah, blah, blah. Who cares? But the solution for if we find you with a banned dog in the UK is um, we assess the dog. Is it a danger to the public? If yes, bang. Uh, if not, uh, cut its balls off and it must be on a muzzle for the rest of its uh, public life. I'll take the muzzle off when it's home, obviously, to eat or uh, bite your children, whichever one it does. But some guy made a thread because there's this conversation that's perked up about XL bullies. Okay. XL American bullies. Extra large American bulldogs, which... I didn't know a thing. I'm a kind of, I don't know about you. Do you, do you own dogs, do you? I have a to. Yorkshire Terrier. Do you? Yes. You've never met? Uh, I've never a, asked. In Greece. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't want in the UK? No. Show me pictures. I like dogs. I will. Anyway, but I like dogs. I don't like owning dogs. Yeah. Uh, I can't be bothered with the, the cleanup and the, and the mess. I could probably deal with one, if I'm honest. But uh, mostly I like petting them. Just, yes. you know, other people's dogs. So I don't keep up with the whole breed thing. You know, you talk to dog owners and they talk about different breeds of dogs and yes. which ones. Are, I don't know what breeds are. I don't know what they're called. It's just the, the one that looks like a sausage. I'm not, I'm fuzzy. Not, yeah. I'm not good with remembering most of the kinds, but I, I'm okay with some. Okay, it's not just me then. No, no, no. It's not just you. So this, this XL American bully had completely sidelined me, but I thought I'd actually seen a couple in Swindon. And what they are is they're just these huge, muscly mother effers who, um, well... I don't feel like I could win in a fight with one. Yeah. And um, a lot of other people have not been winning in fights with them in the UK. Because, as mentioned earlier, well, the, uh, the, the pit bulls are banned. But the extra large American bull, well, it doesn't reach the definition. So it's allowed to have slipped the net in the UK. And a few people have brought them. Um, most notably, the, the people who, well, notice them walking around are chabs, drug dealers, you know, the like, who might need an extremely aggressive fighting dog. Because that's what it is, an extremely aggressive fighting dog. And okay, cool. And though, so there's a load of videos that have gone viral of um, the extremely aggressive fighting dogs being really aggressive and fighting people. A, a shock, I know. Anyway, here's a whole bunch of uh, stuff. Dogs being dogs. Yeah, but it's not dogs, is it? What is it? Like your chihuahua is not going to kill you. You're going to win that fight. Yes, but I mean, if, if you extra want large, extra I mean, like protection. Yeah, what's going on? Let's see. This is the XL bully. I mean, we're not going to watch it, but it, it, well, I suppose we are going to watch it. I'm going to kind of get rid of that. But <laughs> I, I, it's, yeah. a, it's like three people getting muled yes. properly by yeah. one of them. <laughs> and uh, this dude's got some data, just to make the point. 
I mean, he says here there have been three deaths in recent years. Um, even though, like, you know, dog deaths have been completely zero in the UK for a long time. 2020, that changed. Um, 10 people died to dogs, including four children. Uh, one breed is responsible for 70% of the deaths, despite making up a very small percentage. You can see the data here, that, that red bit. That's the American bully type. There you are. Um, bit overrepresented. Yes. That's all I'm going to say about that. And then he's got some articles about the people who have been killed, which, you know, some kids, and, and then a few dog handlers also got killed. So people who were specially trained to handle vicious dogs yeah. uh, were killed by these dogs because these dogs are beefy. Uh, I didn't realize how beefy until you sit down. And well, they weren't trained enough then. I, I don't what? know about that. <laughs> Why? Maybe. So here's, that, well, this is the debate, which is, you yeah. know, one side is like, oh, it's the dog owners. And these people, this guy here specifically, is like, yeah, you know, dog owners are a thing, but also so are breeds. And, and I've got a theory about this, which is, so there's a debate about banning them, which is the reason this whole is blown up. But maybe you'll, you'll agree or disagree with me. Yes. When I think about whether or not a dog should be banned, I look at it and think, could I probably kill that? Or could I stop it enough so it's not going to kill me? That's really, could I fight this dog? I feel like most men, that's probably how we think about, should we ban this dog? You reckon I could fight that? <laughs> and looking at these things, I mean, I'll load up the, the last image here, which, like, I'm not fighting that. I think it'll kill me. But it well, has killed quite a few people recently. Seven of them, at least, in the last year. It depends <laughs> if you want to emerge from the, uh, from the fight unscathed. Yeah, I want my nose. I mean, I know it's messed <laughs> up. I broke it when I was a kid, but you know, I'd, I'd rather keep the rest of it if I can yeah. do that. I mean, never mind my arms or whatever but it's else. But it's an opportunity for glory. Well, to fight the, to fight the, the, the extra large... <laughs> Are you offering? Because I'll set that up. <laughs> no, 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 I, I won't. won't. I don't, I don't yeah, want you to get killed. I want my nose as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just talking about other people's glory. <laughs> I have enough. Don't worry. But anyway, this guy, he's pointing out, it's not just the deaths. Um, the main thing, which I think is, is more important, frankly, you know, deaths happen. That's, God, I really am getting sensitized. Deaths happen, whatever. But here's the attacks. So there you are. 22% of all reported attacks in the UK are from one breed. The Bully XL. How many Bully XLs are there? Bugger all. Because they're relatively new. Like, a few people own them, that's about it. So, there you are. And the next one just being the mix. So, there you are. Um, disproportional, disproportionate violence from a certain breed. Anyway, there's, there's more going on. He, he lists in here about, here's the government's guidance, the reason it slipped through, as I mentioned earlier. It doesn't reach the 1970s definition. Whatever. And uh, there's a campaign to actually get rid of all the bannings on pit bulls and the other fighting dogs. And, well, keep this one legal as well. Funnily enough, I didn't know this, but apparently it's from the RSPCA who run like weird propaganda like this. This image here, for people listening. How they see me, and it's a dangerous dog, and then the real me, best friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he's only happy. Who's best friend? That's a question. It, yeah, like he's only your best friend after he's ripped off the four-year-old's nose and has calmed down. So, I don't know. I, I'm not a fan. Yeah. I'm not a fan of uh, the, I have a really violent, vicious dog that's been bred to be really violent and vicious. Because the whole purpose of its breed is to fight other dogs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be around that. I, I don't want to be either. rude, but I just, I just don't want to pet him. Yeah. You got, you got, you got uh, something smaller I could pet? Something I could probably strangle? I, I have three cats, but uh, J Django is the, the bigger one. You named your cat Django? Yeah, the D silent. The, you know, it's funny black, because black in the beginning, it, he's, he's black and white. But what's fun that we gender affirmed him in the beginning. The first vet told us it's a, it's a she and we called him Gloria and it messed him up. And then we <laughs> wanted to elevate him with a name and we started calling him Django. Okay. Yeah. And he's absolutely feral. 
He, he's really good with me. He obeys and stuff. But when when he sees others, so you're like stuff, you're like a pet mummy, but with Django, you're like he loves you. He's great. And he's like, <laughs> yes, yeah, okay. Well, there we are. There's um the reason and the argument around them. But I um I, I'm not. I don't know how much I want to step in this. I've given my opinion, which is if I can kill it, I think it, I think it should be legal. I don't think the one on the right is a pit bull, is it? Well, they're both cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, neither of them are real representations of the dogs, which if you wanted the real one. Yeah, but it doesn't seem as a representation of a pit bull. Yeah. But then, you know, you it's look, way too sweet. You know, it's his, way too cute. Here's the American XL. I mean, that looks, <laughs> it just looks like the devil, this photo here. I mean, dogs could be laid to look bad at the best of times, but I mean... Do you want to? You this got a is like oh, you honestly to... a possessed dog. <laughs> it's like Cujo by from Stephen King. You know, with a possessed dog. But if your neighbor <laughs> comes around with one of those on the lead, yes, and you've got a four-year-old, <laughs> are you really going to go on? Go, no, get, no, stroke no. him. Stop being racist. Go and stroke him to the dog. <laughs> 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 it's just because the other thing as well is like it's not even the uh, vicious aspect. It's it's because you always see, and we'll, we'll get to this in a bit, I suppose. But you, I think you see one here actually in one of these screenshots. Well, it's not that one. Maybe it's the. Uh, previous link kind of rambling because i don't really know where i'm going with this you know you know where i do these segments where they're kind of a bit of a mess but yeah that's that's how i like to have fun this lady this lady here do you think she can actually hold that dog back no and apparently she did absolutely didn't, not because apparently it decides we're going to kill someone else's dog because you know the funniest thing is when uh, you see old old uh, ladies having uh, huge dogs <laughs> I yeah. don't know if you see that. There's just, how are you going to restrain that? Some tiny white girl has got this, uh, well, beast killer. We well, literally did kill a beast there. I don't trust. I, no. Yeah. I, I mean, we might not mentioned earlier, I mean, there are some dog handlers, which I don't want to mess with dog handlers. Never mind their dogs. And if they get killed by their dogs, I don't want the little white woman who's, who's like, oh, he's so cute. Look, he's your friend. And he's there like dripping. I don't want to. I'm not. Your, your child declined to put its hand in its mouth. You're yeah. a racist dad. Anyway, yeah. but there's the, the RSPCA is a person, which is bringing all of them back. There's some more. I mean, the, 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 again, just what the, what the hell is this? Their only crime is how they look. Free speech for dogs. <laughs> just let them speak. <laughs> <laughs> dogs are like, we've been canceled. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but, but just like the, the only crime is how they look. And also the four-year-old they killed, which, you know, again, I know it's a meme, but it's, it's not an unfunny meme because it's true. Keeps keeps happening. Anyway, a whole bunch of uh, videos went viral. So the Home Secretary's come and be like, oh, I'm thinking about banning them. Yeah. Probably will, it's Britain. There's, there's one thing happens in the inner cities and all of a sudden, well, if just ban it. Okay, cool. So that's probably where this is going. There's some videos if you want to watch the videos. I, I don't, because I, I probably like this video staying up <laughs> and being deleted from YouTube for graphic violence. But we can see here Bully Watch, which is some uh, Twitter account that uh, lobbies for banning the bully. Okay, cool. They, they mention here, Somehow, it apparently makes up 43% of all dogs attacks. Yeah. Despite being a very, very small percentage of the population. I don't know what percentage. Probably less I, than one. I think that they understand how people treat them and what people say. And maybe it messes up with the psychology and they need to be more affirmed and more respected and granted political rights. Well, the dogs. Yes. Well, I suppose their only crime is how they look. I mean, again, I'm sorry. I just no, but that, that is the reason why this particular breed is more aggressive than the other. I'm sure that's the denied political rights. Yeah, it has nothing to do with biology, but it has to do with them being denied political rights. Not because it's a fighting animal that was bred for fighting, and as a result, is just horrific. But anyway, there's uh, some more footage there. This one in Birmingham. So, of course, it's a problem in the Pakistani community. Oh, God, don't want to look at that. All right, but this is good morning, Britain. And this is where I find the whole thing more funny, because the... <sighs> 
political debate in the UK in the mainstream is so stupid. It's it's it, everything they do is a car crash. Like I remember once when uh, you know, I worked at the car and we were still running Sargon of the Cad, and uh, Car had this idea, which was a pretty good idea to be honest. Which is he wanted to do an episode every day on Good Morning Britain because it's a TV show in the UK, like a, a morning show, which always has some political bent about something. And um, well, they also just have like severe Down syndrome because I'm not allowed to say the word retarded. So, and their Down syndrome is just like unbelievable. <laughs> they'll, they'll just have these ridiculous debates with the most ridiculous guests with nobody making any interesting points and it'd just be a train wreck. So Carl was going to do these reaction videos to it. I mean, this would be one of them if we were still doing that. So we have uh, some black London kid who's got a dog there who's the XL bully who could probably kill him, that's for sure, uh, defending it by being like, oh, it's just bad owners who don't know how to take care of them. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure okay. that's right. Yeah, sure, man. The breed doesn't matter whatsoever. The Chihuahua, massive thing that could kill me. Basically, did the same. Just the owners are to blame if one of them can kill me and one of them can't. I love the idea that there's, there's almost like an opposite way there. Like, you're only really a good owner of a chihuahua if you can get your chihuahua to kill someone. If you're not able to, then clearly, like, something's wrong with you as an owner, you've, or you've over owned it or something. Whatever. Dumb argument. Like, you but made breed it obviously soft. matters. You made it soft. Yeah, you made this chihuahua soft. It can't even yeah. rip out a four year old's face. Loser. Anyway, and then they have some other guy on to make the counterpoint. And the easiest counterpoint in the world, obviously, you'd sit there and be like, no, breed matters. Here's the data. You know, this is why people are arguing for banning it. And instead, this white dude here, he just comes out with that it was uh, created in the hip-hop scene yeah. for a hip-hop reason. <laughs> that's just like, no. No, that's definitely not true. <laughs> Sorry, what, what, is it supposed to be the case that the dog was created for a hip-hop Well, it was created to reason. fight other dogs. Yeah. <laughs> by people who do dog fighting. Yeah. And this dude just comes out and says they're made in the hip hop scene, which I mean, yeah, hip hop guys like fighting dogs, but they didn't yeah. make them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have been listening to that and going, is that a dog whistle or something? Because that's a really weird thing to say and articulately put, uh, inarticulately put, if you want to go and listen to the whole thing. I can't be bothered because it's like two minutes of normies just making not useful points, frankly. So Good morning. Britain has a lot of that. Well, that was our reason for just thinking like, man, we should do response yeah. videos to this because this is just painful. Like, how many 40-year-olds are sitting there watching TV still? 40 plus, I suppose. And watching, I mean, probably all five people watch Good Morning Britain. Look but, at how peaceful it is. It's just, <laughs> just before it's gone, about to fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, all things sleep, including lines. But you can see here, I love this photo though, that Carl sent me, which is the, the pole at the bottom whilst the dog is on screen. <laughs> should the American pit bulls be banned? 80% say yes. It's like, I'm sorry, lassie, <laughs> but <laughs> the poll says what the poll says. Anyway, but that's the, the one kind of owner that the, the media have there, you know, the, the black kid who can't control it and thinks that there's, uh, it's fine, trust me, violence is part of life. And then you have this, you know, tiny white women sitting around being like, oh, it's fine, look, he's so cute. Look, he's cute, he's being <laughs> cute. Yeah, I bet he is. I mean, this is the thing people don't seem to understand about violence or people, I don't know, forget. I guess, because Americans are used to violence. It's a very violent place. Like, you have a lot, of, well, a lot of killings. So I would have thought like, the population would be more used to understanding violence. I think they are, probably. It's the UK population I'm talking about that seems to be mad. Which is that, yeah, it only has to be violent 1% of the time. But when it's violent that 1% of the time, I mean, that's a toddler's face. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, you've got a cabal. It's fine, 99%. Of the time. It certainly is. But, you know, if you're in that truck bomb, well, you're dead. So <laughs> that's the point. But... No one seems to get that. I love here. She's like, look, it's cute. Look, Billy. Hello. Oh, look, he's so friendly. Yeah, but he is a fighting dog, Greg, for fighting. 
And um, I don't. So sorry, right I don't want to risk it. That's the issue. Yeah, I can't kill him, so I don't. Yeah. I mean, you don't even need to kill him. Just you know, I was about to say beat off the dog, then, but that sounds wrong. Beat back the dog. That doesn't Be- help. Beat back better the dog. <laughs> disable a dog. Can you disable the dog that's trying to kill you? That's go with that before people make stupid things but again it's like you know it's only violent some of the time well here's a story about it killing 22 sheep not that specific one obviously two XL bully dogs shot dead after killing 22 pregnant sheep well they went on a rampage I just why 22 <laughs> to be honest I mean firstly that's kind of impressive yeah <laughs> they eat all of them but you know those um, working dogs I forget what breed it is but you, when farmers have to kill the rats yeah so you bring a whole bunch of dogs and you pick up the ground all the rats come running out yeah. And the dogs go mental. Kill them. They're going on a killing spree. Yeah. But these things here are putting a whole sheep in its mouth going, and then killing 22 sheep by the looks of it. So yeah, I, I, if that thing can kill 22 sheep, I don't know if I can kill 22 sheep. With your bare hands? Could you kill 22 sheep? Could you kill one sheep with your bare hands? I killed a chicken once, but I see you just pull off the head. I mean, you're with a sheep. So I mean, if he can kill more than me, I don't want to meet him. That's, that's all I'm saying. I think that's how most people think about banning animals. Tell me if I'm wrong. Could you kill an XL Pitbull Terrier? Post comment below about what you think you could kill. There's going to be a bunch of delusional people being like, I could kill a rhino. Yeah, or I could fight a bear. Do you remember that? I think it was a while back where a lot of Americans were talking about how they could kill a mountain lion. Yeah. And then people who live near the mountain lions were just like, no, you can't. (laughs) Good luck. Or they could fight a bear handed with bears. Very optimistic. Yeah. Polite way of putting that. All right. Some more news in here. I mean, like this guy here being like, it's not the XL bully, it's the owner. Same argument as it's not the gun, it's the gun owner. I hate this. Yeah, I, I hate it. And what is interesting is that the argument that they are making is structurally the same with other woke, silly arguments. That, it, you know, what the individual brings with him or her, you know, it, biology plays zero, it ha, it ha, matters not. But it's just, all about how something has been socialized. But it's not the same thing. It's oh, not, is- but they're making the same argument. It's just some people who are really bored and they apply the same kind of thinking to everything. Yeah, but I mean, in this case, specifically, huge numbers of people, I just picked some random tweet, but everyone arguing about this is like, well, what about guns? They're not the same. Guns aren't conscious animals that you have to take care of, otherwise they kill people. No, you pick <laughs> them up and you kill people. It's, it's- <laughs> it say, gun killed 22 sheep on its own. Yeah, had to be put down. Yeah. So, just, so I don't know, just a huge waste of time from that. But that wasn't most uh, focus of people when they uh, were talking about this. I mean, you had a bunch of people, as I mentioned, stupidly talking about guns. The biggest focus was um, black people. (laughs) 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 Uh, You knew knew where this was going to go. Because, of course, a load of left-wing people got involved and uh, started chatting. Michael over here. I'm actually uh, not not, not disliking of. I I find him interesting. Most people in the office disagree with me, but that's fine. He starts talking about, you know, the estate he lives on, where there's a load of, uh, you know, media stereotyped owners of those dogs, young black men. And um, this person responds with, why is he bringing black people into this? I've never seen a black person with American bully XL. You live a sheltered life then, for one. But (laughs) the whole conversation had to suddenly become about black people, I suppose, because we're in the West. Why not? I mean, the next one here, just someone saying, friendly reminder that the pit bull slander is one small step away from alt-right racism. (sighs) Okay. Uh, quote, this group is only X percentage of the population as Y percentage of the violence is literally a neo-Nazi talking point. Oh, come it's, also, on. it's also a statistical reality. Shut up. I, I just, yeah, it's so childish. Where it's like, don't, yeah, you want to kill all the Jews. Why? Well, because you've read about pit bull statistics. What? 
just insane. Like do you, again, Down syndrome, pure Down syndrome from uh, Mr. Smith over here. And uh, he's not the only one. A lot of people start responding with memes. You know, XL bullies could be here. Uh, he's smoking nearby a petrol. <laughs> you not know this meme or, or not? No. no. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's the Jimmy Dore filling up his car. But for some reason, a picture of him went viral where he's looking around. And people being like, you know, they could be around here. Yeah. I am really scared of them. <laughs> so anyway, memes people enjoy. Uh, and then Ash Sarkoff decided to turn up and join the chat, which um, I, I uh, wings over Scotland. I mean, good good job here. I don't think I could comment on any of this part of this video. I'm mean, trying to comment on most of this, to be honest, just trying to present. Um, just going to read her tweets, I guess. And um, ended off there. So Ash Sarkoff decided to join the chat and say, I live in an area where a lot of young guys own American Bully XLs, often unneutered and sometimes walking around off the lead. I found myself actively avoiding them and feeling kind of paranoid in the presence of the XLs. I, I like where she says uh, the dogs, not the guys. How does she know? Oh, you can, you can check. Uh, I get that people say it's irresponsible owners, not dangerous breeds. That's the issue. How am I meant to identify a responsible dog owner on site? If I was a parent of a young child or owned a small dog breed, I reckon I'd feel very strongly about the ban. And then someone at the end saying, can you not tell the dangerous dogs from the docile ones? I have nothing to say on any of this. I don't want to get my foot shoved in my throat for crimes against the state. Like those pensioners. So we'll leave it there. And um, I don't know, we'll have some arguments in the comments. I mean, I know like a, a lady in the stage, she swears by her pit bulls. Yeah. But I, I ain't patting them. That's, that's all I'm saying. So we'll end it there. I can't, I can't hear you. Okay. But that's fine. Well, we'll end that there. Thanks, John. Sorry about that. Uh, we're not going to play the video comments today because the tech is broken. It's all, it's all broken. So sad. Instead, we should go to the written comments, I suppose, and um, the feast off of those. So, on the very serious crimes, uh, Omar Awad says, Man post meme, government, this is our 9-11 J7 Holocaust. Sincerely, it's a very sad day for Britain, this day. Lord Nerevar says, I love the way we literally don't have a police force anymore. It's just a moral busybody inquisition. While actual crime runs rampant in the streets. Thanks, Blair, Brown, Cameron, May, Johnson, Sunak. We need, we need a word to collectivize those people. I mean, because I mean, at least Blair... Well, B-B-C-M-J-S. No, but I mean, like, Blair, we've got to kind of take him out of it, because at least he did the dirty. Like, the rest of them just did the nothing. Yeah. So, but you're not wrong. I mean, you just sit by and let the dirty get worse. Shaker Silver says, I really wonder how ideological it is and how much it comes down to impotence. What? Coppers can't get their cocks up, what? Uh, the, the police know that they're ill-equipped to solve real problems thanks to their taskmaster, uh, taskmaster's, taskmaster's agenda. So they just have to make up ways to arrest people for more easily uh, arrestable crimes to seem like they're doing something. I, I, I agree completely with this. You think that's really what they're doing? Yes. Can't be bothered. Um, I don't know. I mean, when you go and meet the police officers involved, I mean, the younger ones especially. Well, to be honest, I've had this constantly. We go and meet ex-police officers who have left it. They're all... I don't want to be too mean. Um, <laughs> 40 okay. plus? Okay, yeah. All of them are actually interesting people who have done good things with yes. their time, at least the ones I've met. Well, they'll tell you stories about the stuff they got up to or how they managed to get this guy sent down because he's an evil bastard. Yes. And, um, you know, he would have got off otherwise without... I'll tell a story. I, I'm, I'm... I'll tell a story. All right, so there's uh, a guy I met um, who... 
he knew a couple down the road and she would always turn up with black eyes, blah, blah, blah. So they all knew she, he was uh, beating her. And they, they started getting phone calls from her to the house. They turn up, they take him out. And then she stopped wanting to press charges. Take him out? Police station. Oh. Because he's beating his wife. So then they, they take him to the station and then she'd like get all emotional and stop pressing charges and be like, it's fine, it's fine, fine. And then they have to let him go. Anyway, so finally this guy's enough and he doesn't do the the mic thing of no half measures. Instead, he does something which is more legal. Kind of. Uh, he takes him to the police station and then they decide they're going to question him before she changes her mind. So he sits down with this guy who's been beating his wife and just starts taunting him. He'll be like, so you like beating women, do you? And then yeah. just uh, you know starts prodding him more and more until eventually the guy goes to hit the police officer yeah, and then they grab him to the ground for assault, and he gets done yeah. for that instead. So at least he went down for something. I, I'm not saying that there aren't many good police officers. I think it's the bureaucracy that is causing the trouble. But my point being, like those forty up people, they actually, you know, would do kind of dodgy stuff like that. But it's there's yeah. a reason there. It's a common good actually yeah. going through the logic. Yeah. Whereas the newcomers, well, they're actually insane retards. Have you seen the what happened in West Yorkshire with um, with a cop? The the autistic sixteen year old. Well, that's what I mean. Drug, yeah, because she said you look like my lesbian nana. Yeah, and how old was that police officer that got all butt hurt? And not very, not, not very. Exactly old. right. Yeah. They're, they're all like young morons. But, but that's the issue that they're creating new categories of crime, and they say they hate speech, and then they're saying we're fighting hate speech. Most of the victims of hate speech are police officers, according to some studies, and then that's how they're able to virtue signal and say that we're doing more job. We are fighting but, crime. But it's not because they're sitting there and be like, I need to bump my numbers up or the captain's going to be mad at me. It's because they're a bunch of butthurt morons, like that lady in that example. But also, I, we went over, I'll, I'll show you after, there's a great YouTube channel called Crime Bodge. And he does a really good job of like, okay. here's some footage of police officers and here's all the laws they broke. So I sued them. I got all this money. Okay. So there's always a good ending to it. Like He literally gets cash out of it yes. by helping the individual who was wrongfully arrested or whatever. And uh, there's this one guy who didn't like that he called him, I don't know, babyface or something. Start coming to Crime Bodge's house, will warrant for his arrest. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's for a voluntary interview. So he had to come out and say, it was not very voluntary if you're saying you're going to arrest me, Isaac. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, the hate crime thing seemingly is just the police officers being butt hurt morons. Yeah. It's usually the young ones, in my opinion. Anyway, Th that's the, the young ones, usually. Yeah. I think that really is a generational problem. Yeah. Uh, Angel Brain says, well, Brian, I'm stupid and can't read. Uh, it's been going on for a while now. The BBC can spot a racist copper from three miles away, but seemingly unable to spot a nonce sat across from the table. They couldn't spot a nonce if it was raping a kid. Uh, Vesta Wolf says, growing up on a council estate in the 70s and 80s, this was considered banter among the races, not racism. Yep. Yep. Life was better. Weird how that worked. Uh, Matt P says, I can't believe. A geriatric ex-copper sent a meme. How will we recover? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, there's actually a fear. I mean, the, the boomers are evolving. Yeah. They're learning. It's Post like Skynet. Yeah. They're, they're going to take over the world. But at least when they were all on Boomer Book. Like, Boomer Book would do its Boomer memes. Yeah. But now they're, they're getting into WhatsApp and whatnot. You know how 4chan will invent a new meme format? Or, like, mm. there'll be a new meme format on Instagram or something, right? Well, let's take an example like Pepe. You know, Pepe becoming the, the meme that he is, right? Do you reckon the boomers in their group chats on WhatsApp are going to start creating meme formats? Yeah. And then they're going to leak into our chats? Yes. And then they're going to have to explain the meme format to us? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I love the Calvin Candy memes. Most Calvin of Candy? Them. Yeah, you know, from... Uh, oh, Django, yeah. Yes, with Leonardo DiCaprio when he's drinking. Do you ever do it with your cat? Yeah, he, he, he has very funny yeah. memes. Imagine you're at home now with a little cat skull 
sit Django down and explain to him the three dimples <laughs> on the back of the cat skull. <laughs> I'm getting you for Christmas. Anyway, Ross Diggle says, catch them, catch gotta catch them all, racist metamon? I don't know if that works. You try it out. Uh, it's like Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, I get the reference, but I don't think it... Maybe I didn't sing it properly. <laughs> Maybe that's my fault. Anyway. Gotta catch them all, yeah. Let's go to the mega-communism. Mega-communism, okay. not mega-communism. Okay, Baron von Warhawk. Stelios, to answer your question, Stalinist Trotskyism already exists, and ironically, the most fundamental me- member of this ideology was Stalin himself. The gulags and the purge of the kulaks were all Trotsky's ideas, and he created the plans to kill the so-called Enims. Um, Stalin just took Trotsky's plan and crossed out the Leons and names and replaced them with his own. Um, yes, I mean, uh, I'm not saying that I agree with the Trotskyists who say that Trotsky was a saint and if he was in power, you know, nothing bad would have happened. But I was thinking more of the of the conflict between those two because essentially they, they did have the same ideology. But, you know, anyway. Uh, again, when it comes to that Baron von Warhook, when it comes to that guy who thinks we can learn from China, I have two words for you. Tofu construction. It doesn't matter if their economy outpaces us, if their buildings are made of styrofoam and the bridges are made of corn cobs. S.H. Silva. There's nothing to be said that both MAGA and communists are both populists that hate the elitist neoliberal status quo. In fact, the initial base from Occupy was more libertarian before black lock subversion. However, the critic of the system comes from hugely different angles. Yes, and one of the annoying things with communists is that they constantly think that they are the only ones who could ever be in favor of the interests of the working class. Somehow, having a free market doesn't benefit the everyday people. This is, I mean, ideological nonsense. Ewan Baker, commie logic is basically, we solved poverty. The people who are poor, dead. (laughs) Yeah, it's like those people who say that in uh, USSR there was low unemployment. It's easy to have low unemployment if you kill and exile a significant part of the population. Arizona Literally, Desert, if we tried killing all the unemployed. Yeah. Arizona Desert Rat. Nope. No communism. Thank you very much. Communism always makes anti-religion and anti-family. It's happened in every country that has tried communism, and the economic benefits are absolute bunk. Yes, and it's it's so infuriating when you see people like the the latter one in the interview, with the interviewer who was saying, well, it doesn't matter that it has happened. So many times in the in the past doesn't mean that's going to happen again in the future. The French ghost. Jackson Hinkle attempts to make communism good by changing the definition to something completely different. He then picks and chooses the good things about the USSR and China, completely ignoring the worst. He's no different than the Democrats claiming to fight for democracy. Alexander Dake, a Christian communism. There's no such thing. Communism is not compatible with Christianity. The Bible affirms private property. This guy's either troll or a moron. There's a third possibility. Both. Vesta Wolf. Feminism is communism, or at least the gateway in the West and pure evil. Baron von Warhawk. I don't trust anything this so-called MAGA commie says. After all, the woke-minded Gen Xer of today is a result of commie indoctrination. Yes, and it's interesting that they were talking about 
you know, um, the left nowadays is bad. The left nowadays is murderous, psychopaths. Yeah, but who, who created the left of nowadays? It's neo-Marxism. And Matt P, MAGA communism is peak terminally online. Yep. Please no bully. I really want to, I don't know how to explain it, but there is something to it in a Russian context only though. Like in an English speaking context, yeah, it's just freaking madness. Like what are you talking about? What, what is it? You've, you've started now thinking in both languages now. It's, I can't, I can't split speak the, brain. Yeah, I don't speak the language very well, but it's, it's just when you interact with the political worlds, Come on. they have a weird level of tolerance. How much vodka did things. you have? No, you don't I, need I, to. I don't blame you. I, I love it. But okay. But like, one of the groups of people I actually met, they, they don't drink, they don't do drugs. Um, and what was the other thing I don't do? Something bad. Yeah, something bad. What it is. No, communism. Drugs. What's the other stupid people? Do? Oh, smoking. Yeah, they don't yeah. do smoking. They're like really weird, like straight and narrow kind of right wingers. Yeah. And, and even they are sitting around being like, yeah, so Soviet Union patriotism and imperialism all mixed together is my ideology. Yes. So it's like complete. Uh, yeah, but like to our ears, it just sounds like utter madness. But when you sit down and hang out with them, like it, it's, it, it's hard to explain, but it does make sense. But, but isn't that worrying? Because it's like, if you had lots of people who say mad things. Anyway. Yeah, but they're not mad in that context. That's the str It's like the Nazbols. Like the, so the national Bolsheviks yes. are a complete joke in the West that you bring up like um, extreme centrists. Yes. Like I'm a centrist at the extreme or some JREG nonsense, right? Yeah. But Nazbols in Russia do actually make sense. They're just, they're weird there. Don't get me wrong. But like it is coherent if very, very unusual. Yes. So I, I, I'm sorry this is going so badly, me trying to explain that, but... It's okay. I, I, I'm sure it makes sense. I'm going to have to send you stuff. I'll just keep sending you shitty memes until it... Just a smear of vodka or something would be nice. Yeah. I'd appreciate that. Yeah, if you want. Uh, so on the please no bully uh, situation, Omar Awad says, giving a bulldog a... Sorry. Giving a bulldog to a small white woman is like trusting a self-declared pedo to babysit your kids. It might not end horrifically, but there's a... But I wouldn't chance it. Yeah. Omar, I think you're right. Well, the phraseology did remind me, I can't remember the movie now, but the, the musical one where he just says, would you trust a retard with a calculator? Brandon Warhawk also says, uh, despite making up 6% of the dog population, pit bulls are responsible for 80% of all child mauling in the United States. So there you have it. There's some data. There's, it's um, bad owners, I'm sure. Yeah. Bad parents. Uh, someone online says, I was attacked by a pit bull once. Uh, morbidly obese owners didn't help. I, <laughs> well, they not at least weigh her down. So, sorry for that. All they did was scream and wave their arms. Yeah, I mean, this, this is what I mean, where it's like, it, I'm trying to think of dog breeds now, but let's say uh, a Cocker Spaniel. You know, They're lovely. Small, lovable, blah, yeah. blah, blah. They're usually brown. Yeah. Let's say that had a really bad owner yeah. and it turned it into something that would attack you. You could, you could punch the crap out of that thing. Like, you could hold it down with one hand. Yeah. It's going to bite you. It's going to hurt. But you could smash that thing's skull in. No problem with your bare hands, most likely. And that's how I view it. Because, like, you know, the obese owners there aren't going to help. And you're you going to, you know, objective survive. Whereas if it's an XL bully, you're not smashing that thing's skull in. You're going to die. You're, that thing's going to rip your throat out. So, yeah. I, I'm, it's bad that that happened to you, someone online. And, um, I mean, that's the sad thing about society. I mean, it's like, 
They could say that about tigers and lions, actually. Why, why not just release the zoo? It's all just a it's matter just of... bad owners. Yes, yeah, just bad owners. I mean, you're not wrong. But that's the thing about, like, I, I kind of hate, is that you, you've got to assume, even if you take, like, a pit bull, which, yeah, you know, you can usually take care of them. It's, they still you're make gonna, an 8% of the tax, but still. Memes with lions saying, come on, please. Just, <laughs> yeah. RCCA just, says, why am I in jail? Open just the for cage. Look. Open, the, open <laughs> this cage. I want to hug you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you've, you've got to prepare for the owner that isn't a, bo uh, a beast moron or a tiny white woman who can't even slightly control the thing. So, uh, Arizona Desert Rat says, the large American pits can be huge. They can, they, they can reach, I assume it's meant to say, 170 pounds easily. Good lord. They're mostly used as guard dogs, but you have to know what you're doing in order to handle them, even in the States. You have to have a license to raise and train them. Yeah, I mean, as mentioned in the UK, I think the chat mentioned there were two of the three people he was talking about were killed, were dog owners, like dog handlers for rehomed vicious dogs. And they killed two of the you know, trainers. So, I mean, you could not get a more capable owner and he's ended up dead. Uh, Cayman Clare says, apparently pointing out that bully breeds are responsible for most of the deaths in the UK is a racist now. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I don't know who suddenly thought black people were. Uh, you'll be arrested. Sorry? You'll be arrested after this segment. Mm. Um, no, I think Ash Sarkar needs to be arrested for putting that in my brain. Uh, Angel Brain says, I think one of the biggest issues with pit bulls is that any in the UK are from unknown lineage. So ironically, making them illegal has worsened the problem. Uh, make no mistake, if they go for you, they really will go. They have box jaws so they can latch and rip like crazy and tend to weigh a lot, so good luck fighting them off. They can get to a crazy weight of over 100 pounds, um, uh, up to around 140 pounds even, which is 11 stone pure muscle armed with teeth. They're the only dogs I've seen stronger than the pits is the English Bull Terrier, which are strong beyond your belief. I mean, I suppose so, but I mean, my response to that would be that we need to change the law not to unban them, but instead to shoot them on sight. Because uh, I'm a big fan of that. I know that sounds mean, but you know how we got rid of rabies in the UK? Have, has any dog attacked you in the past? No, I just... Because we're an island, we have this beautiful ability to actually purge the island of whatever we don't want. Okay. So rabies doesn't exist in one place on Earth, and that's here. You go out, let, let some dogs, you know, bite you. Put, put your hands in their mouths and play with their teeth. And, yeah. But the thing is, you won't get rabies from it. Because they haven't got rabies, because we exterminated from the island. Okay. And the way we did that is just one day in the 1800s, some newspapers wrote a few articles about how you know, a moral panic about rabies. Okay. And then the government issued that every stray dog needed to be killed, and they did. And we killed every dog from Cornwall to Scotland. Yeah. And now the island is pure of rabies. So, I mean, this isn't mainland Europe where you actually have borders to worry about. We can actually solve these problems with pretty vicious means, but it does solve the problem forever as long as you enforce the borders coming from France, which, um, yeah, I suppose it's an if, but it worked, it's worked with rabies, so just need to expand the working with other things. Uh, Rose Gonella says, in every generation, there's a panic about a different dog breed. If we had a panic about German Shepherds, Rottweilers, Doberman, Pinchers, and now it's Pitbulls. What it comes down to is this. Getting a dog should not be taken lightly. You should know the average temperament of different breeds and then decide which one is right for you in your situation. So many people get a certain breed because they like the dog's aesthetic, not seeming to understand that it's a living creature with personality even beyond the bare traits of the breed. I mean, I agree. You know, if you're going to get a dog, yeah. actually do your research. And, and most dogs are incredibly needy. But they're, it's they're, they're not like cats that they just don't care. Yeah. They're, most of them, they just don't care. Dogs, uh, if, 
they're insanely needy. If you're uh, away from them five minutes, they think their whole world has been crushed. But the, the thing about it, it's just a, you know, a panic about another breed. I don't think that's true. Not only because of the, the data thing, but you know, that, all of that is good advice. But then you've got like inner city London kid. You think he's reading any of that? You think he takes any of that advice? Ever? I mean, boy doesn't even take advice about not shoplifting. So never mind you know, what dog to get. So unfortunately, I think because we have such, um, how do I put this politely, uh, untrustworthy yep. members of society who are able to just go out and get dogs, I think we, we have to do something about the most extreme examples, which is um, the, the solution is Whoa. the gun. Anyway, did you read something nasty? Yeah, you're about to read it. Uh, Matt P says, muzzling and cutting the balls off of a dangerous dog sounds like something we should carry over. Nope. <laughs> the next one not reading that one uh, General Hyping says I've seen a Yorkshire rip a chunk out of a man's ankle it's how they're raised and overall temperament rather than the breed it certainly has a massive impact but I, I don't think we can sit around and be like the breed doesn't matter the breed definitely does it has a significant impact I mean as we said earlier like, like the lion example I mean yeah it's a cat but yeah no put it in a cage what's wrong with you like, breed does matter but, but is, no, no, no. Rise up to the level of responsibility where you're a good owner and you can have a lion and just let it roam free. <laughs> Say hi to the neighbor. I mean, technically, I could agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Would you trust your neighbor? Well, he's a good owner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but no, I, I think there's, uh, there's definitely an argument on both sides. Don't get me wrong. It's just I, I really don't agree with the version of events. It's like the breed doesn't matter. I think it definitely does. Plus, I can't kill that, so I don't like it. So, like you have a gun, that's yeah. fine. That's it, it, that's on you killing me. You have a dog. Well, now I've got to hope you can at least hold the lead. And if you're a tiny white woman, you ain't holding the lead. It's like, my like dog is dead. Now. It's like the rhetoric doesn't matter where you come from. It matters where you're going. Yeah, you're going to be eaten. Kevin Fox says to answer the dog issue, it's twofold. Number one, reinstate the dog license. I'm not a fan of licenses. Make people pay to own a dog and have their dog chipped. And then we know who is in jail if dog harms someone. I, I don't know if chips are mandatory. I thought they were at this point. Maybe they're not. I mean, I do hate, um, for people who don't know, during lockdown, loads of people got dogs and then went on board of this and, and threw them outside. So there's a huge other problem with just stray dogs. <laughs> people get thrown out. But he says, number two, to get a dog license, you need to have to first pay for and complete an intensive dog training course. Is this a joke on guns, Kevin? That's <laughs> I kind of feel where he's going, but... Alexander Drake says, Pibbles are fine. It's mostly on the owners. You'll notice the ones that get all the negative attention are generally owned by women incapable of controlling them or by um, people of seasoning. Indeed. People of seasoning strike once again. Uh, Baron von Warhook says, Oi, oi, oi. Do you have a license to own that child bitter? <laughs> so you made. Uh, Kevin Fox says, Cockfighting is banned in the UK unless it's Pride Month. We're all 12 months. Then it's a family entertainment session. We can't say cockfighting, can't we? <laughs> can't say cockfighting. What's the point in living? Great British tradition of yeah. fighting with you. <laughs> no, it's not. That's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Get the rooster out. You know, and it, it's about rooster fighting. What was I reading the other day? I was reading different slogans first. You know when you um you have someone walk into your room and they walk back out and they leave the door open? Yeah. And in English... You'd say something like you're letting the draft in or you know, close the fucking door, you moron. Yeah. Uh, and then there was a bunch of um, versions in every different language. I think the Greek one was something like 
what were you born in a tent or something like that? And then there's the Finnish one. The Finnish one was just the weirdest thing ever, where they just went, "You're letting the cuckoo song in." Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But I think it's not a tent. It's a sta- stable. You're born in a stable. Yeah. Yeah. Christ reminder. Yes. Anyway, I think we're pretty much out of comments. I'll just go back and read one from the uh, section. I had to skip a little bit. The French ghost says, oh no, that's on the Jason Kinkle stuff. I don't really get what he's doing though, because I, I, I see occasionally like he's going to Russia. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he's familiar with all of it. That's presumably where he's caught it. Because this, this, I have come back and thought sometimes maybe we could get the commies and the patriots in the UK. So, but no. How can you do that? Well, that's the thing. In Russia, you can. So all the communists are also patriots and they're all on the same side in the patriotic movement. It's really weird. It's really hard to understand. Okay. But you could never do it in the English-speaking world, for sure. So let's say, uh, let, let me ask you this. Is it the case that they, they say, okay, it's, we are Russians, we always support Russians? Yeah, because they're... Whatever, Ru- whatever the kind of system... They're Russian was, communists, they're not yeah. intersectionals. Yeah, okay. You, you come over with that, they're just yeah. spitting your face. Okay, it's like they, they were crazy people, but they were our crazy people. Kind of, yeah. And we have to support them. Like, we're keeping all the Lenin statues up, not because we support communism, but, you know, that's our history, mother. Yeah, okay. Like, having Robert E. Lee statues up, if you're American, even if you don't support slavery. Because, uh, yeah, you know, fourth of the Confederacy, but that's, that's not the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The point is, you know, he's our guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because I'm from Alabama. But anyway, suppose, uh, on that note, we're out of time. If you'd like more, go to lotuscesar.com. If you'd like to support the Confederacy, um, go find a Robert E. Lee statue, I guess, or communism, go and find your local Lenin statue. Actually, there is a Friedrich Nietzsche. What is it? Free, Nietzsche. Other, yeah, not Nietzsche, the other guy. Engels. Engels. There's an Engels statue up in Manchester if you want to. Yeah, and there's Marx's uh, cemetery also. Well, I've got my evening sorted. Anyway, so more website, not more, not website. Bye.